Welcome to the Druids Grove, where we discuss all things related to Druids, their history, current day practices, and how to build a deeper connection and relationship with the earth. I'm so glad you're here. If you find what I have to share helpful, please subscribe and share with others that may enjoy it, and check the show notes for more information. Come on in, relax for a bit, and I hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Druids Grove. In this episode, we are going to be talking about another holiday on the Wheel of the Year called Beltane. It's spelled B-E-L-T-A-N-E. So Beltane is another of the fire festivals, and it is probably one of the most recognized uh, for its use of fire for different reasons, which we'll talk about. Um, at this time of year, um, the, the, the association with fire is typically due to the fire of kind of passion and life and, and sexual reproduction and animal reproduction and plant reproduction. So just the, the fire of reproduction. And it's because of the time of the year. So Beltane occurs on May 1st. It is also called May Day. Um, so as I said, this holiday has a very strong energy of sexual reproduction across all species, plant and animal, um, due to the time of year uh, in nature. So at this time of year, many animals are starting to stir and move around again. Um, in ancient times, uh, people were, were out and about more. They were being more active in the fields. The weather was warming up. The days were getting longer. So people are getting getting hot outside. You know, it's starting to warm up. So people may be dressing down and, and exposing more skin and, and they're sweating more and, um, you know, seeing others in their community more and being involved outside working together more. So what this led to was more increased social interactions, increased exchange of sexual energy, uh, that kind of thing. So there are stories, uh, you know, there's there's lots of information and in different resources, of course. Uh, the, the, some of the most common themes that I came across were the connection between different deities at this time of the year. So in Druidry and other pagan practices, a lot of the deities are used um, and the actions, interactions between them to represent the turning of the wheel or, or an action on the environment. So the, a common one that I found here was uh, that Brigid, uh, which we, we, she celebrated in bulk, you know, and she's about uh, creativity and fire and birth and, and that kind of thing. Um, so Brigid and Kernunos, or any other variation of a pagan horned god, so a horned god of nature or deity of nature, a representation of nature, um, you know, or some variation of these two deities, they come together. So other ideas were um, that were included were like Mother Earth, um, the god of the stags or deer, or the moon goddess and the stag, and other, you know, just other representations that are, are, are about coming together for um, sexual energy. And there's usually a story involved in the mythology of a chase. So the, and, and the male figure or male deity is chasing the female figure or female deity. And both were agreeable to, the, the, to this chase. So it wasn't like a, a hunting thing or, uh, you know, against the, the female deity's will it was like a um it was just an, an example of the you know the, the the chase of sexual reproduction is the the, the the theme behind it so this the male figure is chasing the female figure both are agreeable to it uh the male catches the female and then they come together in sexual passion 
which kind of consummates the the beginning of the spring season. So the, this concept of these male and female deities coming together to procreate and help to give birth to the earth. So uh, usually in May, um, this is a time of year in the northern hemisphere when flowers are really starting to bloom and trees are you know in, in nearly in full bloom flowers are out you know that kind of thing so as i said there's there's different deities or earth or you know solar figures that are associated with this um, the idea is again is about reproduction and passion and the return of the summer heat and associated green greening of the plants and trees happening so the fire festival of this, the fire component, uh, the Beltane fires is what they were called. And some people still do this. Some people still, you can find lots of information out there about it and, and ways that you can celebrate it. But many people still light Beltane fires to symbolize these ideas. Uh, historically, there would be a, usually a feast associated with this night, um, typically involving a, a deer meat or stag meat, um, kind of uh, symbolizing the animal and the animal nature in us and the animal nature in the earth and this carnal energy involved in this time of the year. And it was also very common for the young people of these cultures. Uh, it, was a, it was a time of the year for them to kind of get freedom, kind of get a free pass. Um, you know, they would engage in kind of sexual promiscuity. Um, they would sneak off with each other um, or even there would be planned uh, sexual acts this time of year between, you know, um, families would get together and and decide that you know this family's son and this family's daughter would be a good match. So Beltane would be a time when they would come together and feast and introduce them to each other and and you know whether it was a planned marriage or just an introduction to see if they worked well together and could start a family. Uh, this was a time of year when that really took place. So we can kind of see this correlation between young people and sexual energy and sexual reproduction in a, a common practice that is done this time of year. And one form of symbolism or practice is called the Maypole. So the, the month of May and then a pole. So Maypole. And you, you may or may not have heard of this or seen it. Um, it's still done commonly throughout the world. And whether people actually realize what the symbolism means or not, um, you know, I don't know. But it's when you look at it, it's pretty obvious. Um, but there's a pole, um, a tall pole sticking straight up off, out of the ground. And the pole kind of represents the male phallus or male sexual energy. And then there's a uh, people will stand around in a circle on the outside. And it's typically females. And they will hold a stream of ribbons or flowers, um, colored ribbons, colored flowers, colored material representing female energy. And then this, the females would sing and dance, and what they do is they go around in a circle, um, and there's different cultures have different dance patterns. So some all go the same direction. Some will have an inner circle going one direction and an outer circle going a different direction. There's all different kinds of ways they do it. But the females will dance in a circle around the maypole, taking the ribbon or whatever material it is, and they, they keep going, wrapping it around the pole. And so what this this represents, this symbolizes the sexual union and the, the celebration of sexual energy. So you have the, the female representation of sexual energy uh, enveloping, wrapping around the male 
the maypole, the male representation of sexual energy. So it's like um, in sexual intercourse. So in the if we look at this in the context of the wheel of the year as well, um, in the the maiden, mother, and crone analogy. So this time of year represents the maiden. So this at this time the year is young. The wheel of the year is young, um, starting kind of on the path to maturity, and uh, is starting to be ready for the process of reproduction and fertility, uh, which you know will result in uh, future offspring. So this time of year is again about again another representation of reproduction and and birth and and growth. So this time of year also represents really the height of spring um, and kind of transitioning into the beginning of summer. So at this time we can look and see, you know, the, we can look to the plants and the trees. Um, they're in full display, you know, depending on your latitude. Um, but usually uh, f there's lots of flowers out. Um, most of the plants and the trees are full of leaves. And, and Beltane is kind of, it's the transition between the spring equinox and the summer solstice. So you know, six weeks, we're six weeks after the spring equinox and we're six weeks before the summer solstice. And so these bonfires, again, they represent the return of light and the strength of the sun. And another another ritual at this time of year is uh, with the, 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 the idea of interacting with fire. So people would have bonfires and they would jump over the fires. And this could um, be at you know a central large fire that was tall enough to jump over or it would be a long you know however many feet long of low fires so that people could uh, jump over them so it wasn't just people but they would also frequently make livestock jump over the fires so they would make these low wide fires um, and and in between say some fence rows or something <clears throat> and as they were taking their their livestock out to the fields to let them start grazing again, especially at the higher elevations, um, they would lead the livestock to jump over these fires on the ways on their way back out to pasture for the summer. So it was kind of a blessing. So it was um, kind of you know um, inviting the earth to give uh, the light and of fire and. And, and energy of life to these animals to to bring to bring a good harvest you know later in the year and also representing uh, in the idea of fire people's hearth fires in their home uh, they would frequently be put out at this time and then they would re relight the fires uh, from these community bonfires um, kind of as a form of protection or support or kind of community gathering uh, for the coming harvest year so people would also use uh, flowers that kind of looked like fire, like yellow, orange, and red flowers to decorate their homes with. And this was a way to bring the outdoors indoors. So again, it's still kind of early in the warm season. So it was really nice to be able to bring in this bright color and green and red and yellow and orange to brighten up the inside of the home after a long winter. And another kind of um, practice would be opening the windows and letting out the old stagnant air and allowing the new fresh spring air into their homes. So again, we can think of like spring cleaning. Um, this is a good time for that. So taking the time to clean your house top to bottom and get rid of the old and make way for the new and 
and and to again continue to set intentions for the upcoming summer and and the harvest season. So another practice that people would do this time of year is they would make a wish or an intention or a goal for the year and then they would write it on a ribbon or or a piece of paper or something like that and tie it to a wishing tree. So I I was a little hesitant about doing this. I don't want to I don't want to litter my, you know, around the areas where I live. Um but historically they would they would write them on there and then leave these on on they would pick a tree out and the whole community would write a wish or or a goal or something and put it on on a, a wishing tree. And of course you could do that if you had something that you knew would break down and and not, you know, pollute your area. That might be a practice you want to look at. So you can see from all these different practices, this is a time of renewal and birth and reproduction and growth and fertility and kind of a time for new beginnings. So you can think about how you want to celebrate Beltane. Um, what does this time of year mean to you? Um, look at your natural environment around you and see what's going on. How how can you interact with nature at this time of the year? What do you what do you want to connect with in nature and in the outdoors around you? Maybe you want to have a fire festival. You know, maybe you want to go somewhere and have a big bonfire. But if you can't do that, maybe you can just light a candle at this time of year again indoors. Um, maybe the idea of the, the whole concept of sexual energy and reproduction isn't appealing to you, or maybe it bothers you. Maybe it's offensive to you, and that's okay, of course. Um, but we can still look to the natural world, and we can appreciate the, the idea of reproduction in the natural world, in like plants and trees and fruits and vegetables, which allow us to keep living. And, you know, we can look at the reproduction of animals for all the resources that they provide. Uh, food and clothing and 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 materials and and you know all that kind of stuff. So if we look also, we can look to the seeds that fell from last year's fruit trees and other trees and plants, and they're now sprouting and they're growing and they're nearly reaching their full potential as well. Just like the you know the maiden and the maiden mother crone analogy. So how can you apply these principles to your own life? Um, what what seeds did you plant? Um, at Yule and what intentions did you plant inside of you at Yule and and kind of nurture and are they starting to come to fruition and if not how can you fertilize them how can you help them grow how can you help them to be more productive and and grow what you want in your spiritual path and in your intentions for the year so again just look at Beltane it's another fire festival Um, you can choose to celebrate it how you want to Um, but I encourage you to just get out there and explore So thank you for listening again, and I hope this was helpful. Thank you so much for joining in at the Druid's Grove. I thoroughly enjoyed sharing this time and information with you. I hope you learned something and are inspired to build a connection to the earth and the world around you. If you liked what was shared, please feel free to give back at Buy Me a Coffee. Join me on Substack, where I have transcripts, or listen on YouTube, and find the group on social media. For more information, check the show notes. I'll see you in the Grove. Until next time.